The Soccer Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off Shady Rays using a promo code SGPN and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500. We're also brought to you by our Kentucky Derby Contest. The winner gets a $100 SGPN gift card exclusively on the SGPN app. this replay there is a check going on at the moment for handball and Andre Mariner here will look at this image and you would fancy will award Brighton a penalty yeah he only has to see the still image You are listening to BetMUFC here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow BetMUFC on Twitter at BetMUFC. That's at BetMUFC. The Soccer Gambling Podcast is at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. We're on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, who are at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. And finally, you can follow my all sports all sports Twitter account. It is at LockBetting.com. That is at LockBetting.com. So it's getting worrying now for Manchester United off the back of that defeat against Brighton and with Liverpool continuing to win and with Brighton continuing to win as well because nobody's talking about them. But if you look at their running, that kind of does start to make a little bit more sense. I don't think it's a case of people disrespecting Brighton, but aside from having two very winnable games at home to Southampton and Everton, it is a little bit of a murderous schedule apart from that. Travelling to Arsenal, travelling to Newcastle, hosting Manchester City and travelling to Aston Villa on the final day of the season. I don't see Brighton winning any of those four games. So despite the fact that they have beaten Manchester United, despite the fact that they could make Manchester United's required points tally higher to make sure we finish in the Champions League positions, I am still writing off Brighton and I'm looking only at Liverpool as a potential threat to Manchester United, not looking at Tottenham either. So Liverpool's maximum number of points remains the same. They can still only get to 71 points and Manchester United would need to get to 72 points, which means we need to win three out of the last five games. And I still believe that our final three games are completely winnable. So for me, 
it doesn't matter too much what happens at West Ham tomorrow, other than the fact I would like to alleviate the pressure. I don't want us to have to win our final three home games against Wolves, Chelsea and Fulham and that away trip to Bournemouth. I don't want to be in a position where we absolutely desperately need to win those games and beating West Ham tomorrow will alleviate that pressure. It will also improve our away record because we've been heavily criticised for what we've done against top half teams but against bottom half teams, we have fared a lot better. And obviously winning against Bournemouth and West Ham does pad it out. But the season is going to end with people criticising what Manchester United have done away from home against the top half. That's a foregone conclusion now. The Brighton game was the final game. West Ham aren't in the top half. Bournemouth aren't in the top half. And as I alluded to on the last podcast, that is something that Manchester United are going to need to desperately improve on if they want to challenge for the title next season and even if they want to remain in the top four because you cannot imagine that Liverpool, Liverpool are going to be that bad next season. You cannot imagine that Chelsea aren't going to improve under Pochettino and you probably wouldn't think that Arsenal are going to be a one-season wonder in terms of being up there, maybe not challenging for the league again, but at least being consistent enough to stay in the top four. So if Chelsea, Liverpool um, start to improve, and Arsenal remain in there, along with City, of course, then it could be difficult for Man United to stay in the top four unless they have a phenomenal home record again without improving away from home. And once again, it comes down to adding key signings. We need to do some significant business in the summer because Manchester United supporters are expecting to challenge for the league. And of course, that is the automatic progression. We're a massive club. We're the third biggest sports franchise in the world. We've got to two cup finals, won one of them so far, looking to stop Manchester City winning the treble. And hopefully we qualify for the Champions League ahead of Liverpool. But it is getting a little bit concerning at this stage. And I would like nothing more than to just take the pressure off and by beating West Ham at the London Stadium tomorrow, especially as they are looking ahead to a huge semi-final against AZ Alkmaar and have been declared safe by most experts when it comes to relegation. So before we listen to Eric Ten Hag and his thoughts on the Brighton game, let me tell you guys quickly that we are teaming up with Shady Rays. Shady Rays is teaming up with SGPN for Shady Meg. Not only do you get an amazing 50% off, but you also have a great chance at winning $500. If you lose or break your pair of Shady Rays, even on day one, they've told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. And if you don't love them, you can exchange them for a new pair or return them within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. As I said, their team always has your back. Also, if you go to ShadyRays.com and use a promo code SGPN, you get 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Then also, if you take your receipt to sportsgallonpockets.com slash Shady, you get a chance to win that $500 in the Shady May contest. Every defeat is a disappointment, but in the end, um, when you lose in the last second, yeah, that is, um, of course, annoying. And I think uh, the first minute sums everything up. 
uh, uh, we create a good chance. We were not clinical enough. Then in the attack after, and uh, we concede a big chance by a giveaway from us, and the ball on the head from uh, from David. And in the end, and um, we also give away a goal. And uh, that's annoying because when you, in the end, if you can't win because you don't finish uh, the opportunities, then don't lose. very well but my the annoying is that the free kick before that's never a free kick and I have seen really bad tackles today and uh, without sometimes without whistles as well huh? uh, every attack you make with perspective and they kick you and then is there a block where there's a fair block and from that block is a free kick and there's a corner and then yeah uh, then is of course disappointed handball and in the dying seconds and you can't react anymore. Did you feel that referee lost the uh, it's, oh, I think I just explained it's not about me to give a judgment about the ref. Um, we, we lost this game, we make a mistake in the end and we didn't uh, take our chances. Uh, but as I said, um, uh, of course there are some disappointments. Your team seemed a little bit fatigued in the second half of the cup. How it started? Are you concerned that you played too many games this season? Limping for the end? No, <laughs> I've seen our uh, our physical output last games, and still uh, we're going to um, to higher levels. Uh, we're performing really well, um, and we improved during the season but especially in the last part of the season uh, we are still going up no no uh, first half we had our better chances and especially I think in the last part we got overrun um, in the midfield uh, which was not necessary but I think on that point already you had to be be up uh, you had the opportunities by good football and we create chances very well and, uh, and on our level it has to be a goal uh, if it's tactical I don't know if it's then tactical tactical or mental um, but I think you know, we have to do our jobs till the end uh, and when you lose control and then yeah, you lose the game so if you can't win don't lose it Sky. Eric, you've had an excellent campaign, but away from home in the Premier League, you picked up just one point from eight matches against teams in the current top nine. How do you address that, and how can you explain it because you've had such a good season? Yeah. It's, um, I think the last five games till tonight, we were at four wins and one draw. Uh, so I think we were in a good run. And I think we are improving, as you see also today, if you see first half, um, we should have gone up uh, what you then do, but uh, we create our chances, so we have to still, we have still a way to go, uh, be more clinical, and then we have to uh, stay focused till the end of the game. Yeah, so a little bit out of character 
for Ten Hag to go off on refereeing decisions and things that happened in the game. Maybe that's showing that there is a little bit of pressure on him. He would like to have the top four secured at this point. Obviously, my theory is is that Manchester United's best chance of winning the FA Cup final is if they have it done and dusted and can wrap their players up in cotton wool early. Looking at the schedule of the other teams, we could get some favours here. Leicester are playing for their lives and that is Liverpool's next game. They travel to Leicester. Aston Villa are a competent opponent, and Liverpool are just about scraping two victories. They beat Fulham 1-0 and Brentford 1-0, and were not impressive in any of those games. They play that way against Aston Villa. They may drop points there, and they finish away to Southampton, but Southampton will already be down by then, so that's a guaranteed three points for Liverpool. But the other two matches are not. As for Newcastle, they play Arsenal at home tomorrow. They then travel to Leeds, who are fighting for their lives. They then host Brighton, which is difficult. They host Leicester at home, who are fighting for their lives, but Newcastle should win. They then finish the season away to Chelsea, who've had an embarrassing season, but they did get their first win under Frank Lampard today, so perhaps they'll be competitive on the final day. At this point, I'm not worried about it, but as I said, I would like to beat West Ham tomorrow to completely relieve that pressure and to get our players wrapped in cotton wool for the FA Cup final as soon as possible. Before we specifically break down that game against West Ham, let me tell you that we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Best Ball Mania 4 is here and Underdog Fantasy is giving away $50 million in cash prizes, plus plenty of ways to win with NBA, NHL and MLB with their player prop parlays. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com and the promo code SGPN. Also, it's Kentucky Derby week. As I'm recording this, the Kentucky Derby is just a hour or so away. So it's probably um, going to be done, but obviously will be done by the time you hear this. It's Kentucky Derby week, though, and the notorious OTB brought to you by the SGPN Network for all your Triple Crown bets. Leave a review for the show wherever you get your podcast between now and Belmont Sunday, which is on June the 10th, and you'll be entered into a drawing to win a canvas print of the Wolves' one-of-a-kind Fallen Bob painting. It's post time. And also, we have a bonus contest exclusively on the SGPN app where the winner will get a $100 SGPN gift card. So let's close out by looking ahead to this game against West Ham where I'm hoping that Manchester United can take a huge step towards qualifying for the Champions League. If they win this game, I believe they are in. I believe it is over. I don't think it's possible at this point for us to drop enough points to not qualify for the top four so win this game most importantly get yourself an away win against a team who I think will return to the top half of the Premier League next season which puts us in good stead which shows that we can go to a difficult ground and win and uh, get the players rested up as soon as possible. United are the 21 to 20 favourites here to win this. So plus 105. It's 14 to 5 on the draw. And it's 13 to 5 here on West Ham. This isn't a ground that Manchester United really like. Um, this ground is very close to me. It's the closest ground to where I live. And I think I'll be giving this game a swerve tomorrow and just watching it on TV because um, it's a difficult, difficult ground to get in and out of. It is close, but 
Um, they don't really like the, the football fans. It's built next to a Westfield shopping centre and they basically make all the football fans walk out of a specific exit and then queue for a traffic light system just to walk back to their cars. So getting in is relatively simple despite the ridiculously expensive parking at Westfield. Um, but getting out is an absolute nightmare. And this is a seven o'clock kickoff in the evening. Um, my son is going to Post Malone, a concert of a Post Malone concert with his mum. Didn't want to go to this game, wanted to go to that. So ultimately, even though it's on my doorstep, I think I will be giving this one a swerve. And in previous years, I've not really enjoyed the game because Man United don't really do well at this stadium. I do think we'll win this game tomorrow. I do think that we'll find a way to bounce back from that game against Brighton because Eric Ten Hag's team have been bouncing back well throughout the season. And um, I am concerned by how stressed he did seem in that last interview and talking about refereeing decisions and whatnot. But I do believe in the manager. I do believe we've had a good season. If we finish in the top four and just win one trophy and even do lose the FA Cup final, I don't think that takes away from, from our project. Obviously, on the other side of town, it will mean Man City have won a treble. And that's really all that will be remembered from this season. The fact that they equaled our treble uh, by, by winning their own treble, which will be massively disappointing and may cast a shadow over what we've done but ultimately we need to remember what our goal was at the start of the season it's um it's difficult to look past the data for btts as the best play here but obviously united is a plus money selection on the money line btts is at four to six minus 150 and it's that price for a reason given that both teams have scored in each of west ham's last four home games and Man United have found clean sheets difficult to come on their travels as of late. They almost got one until the 99th minute last time out. But it still means, factually, they have conceded in four of the last five trips. And therefore, I feel that both teams will be capable of scoring tomorrow. But my main lean here is going to be for Man United. I do like Manchester United to bounce back and West Ham's biggest game of the season is actually on Thursday. I do believe that they are safe, which benefits us. I don't think it's... Obviously, managers like to be mathematically safe and no one's going to go to a press conference and say, yeah, we're safe, we're we're taking it easy now because West Ham are just four points outside the relegation zone. But points are difficult to come by. It's It's difficult to see... Everton picking up another two wins in their final four games. It's difficult to see Forrest picking up any more than two wins. It's difficult to see Leeds winning two out of their final three. If Leeds do just um if Leeds just get four points out of their last three remaining games. That takes them to 34 with a far inferior goal difference to West Ham. West Ham's goal difference of minus 13, despite the fact they've only scored 37 goals so far this season, is a huge benefit to them. So it's difficult seeing anybody getting to the 34 points that West Ham are on already. Plus, after this game against Manchester United, they do have other winnable games between now and the end of the season. They do travel to Brentford, which is sandwiched between the two ties against AZ Alkmaar. That's probably going to be a difficult game because Brentford play well at home. Then they have to play Leeds at home. They then finish the season by travelling to Leicester City. So there are points that they can pick up elsewhere, but even if they don't, 
even if they don't pick up another point, I believe that 34 points is already enough for West Ham United to stay in the EPL this season. And therefore, I think the priority will be AZ Alkmaar. And therefore, I think that benefits Manchester United. And I'll take them as my main, main, as my main lean here for the show. Manchester United on the money line at a price of 21 to 20 here, plus 105 for my main selection for this edition of BetMUFC. That's it for me. Good luck with all of your bets as always, guys. And thanks for listening.